Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Mindong. 31 days until March Madness tips off. 31 days, that is pretty much a month away. I know February is short and all, but uh, yeah, obviously time's ticking. We say it every time, but we got to keep saying it. And uh, obviously episode 213, I believe this is now. Um, But yeah, a lot of stuff is going on. Obviously last episode was Tuesday, so we had three days of very good college basketball games, a lot of upsets, and a lot of uh, interesting stat lines from a lot of guys. And uh, definitely yesterday, especially, a lot of great performances from a lot of guys. We'll definitely talk about that more in depth as we get on with this episode. Yeah, uh, like you first mentioned, 31 days. Could not be more excited. I say that every episode, but as the day goes by, the more excited I get. The adrenaline is already running. And, yeah, what a good three days of college basketball we've had. Indeed, indeed. And first, before we get to the recap, I want to say, if you ever go to a college basketball game, D1, uh, send us a picture and we'll put you on the story of Twitter. Uh, my dad and my sister went to the Michigan-Purdue game yesterday. Very good game. Michigan. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, it was in Michigan. So, uh, yeah, very surprising. And I was very annoyed, obviously, that they got to go and I didn't. Because, uh, obviously, as some of you already know, I did not be, get to go to the Clemson-Duke game yesterday due to an exam. So, uh it happens. I mean, I'm still a little upset about it, but uh, hey, we'll talk about these games upcoming right now. We'll start off with the big upset, the biggest one of the past week. Number one, Auburn falls in overtime to Arkansas. Arkansas and the Must Bus are on a heater. They have been electrifying Lee Hot and uh, eight and three in ACC now. Arkansas wins this game by four. JD Note really big and uh, huge upset. Auburn first loss in ACC play. Next up, number three, Purdue. Uh, they take on number 13, Illinois, and Purdue. Uh, very big win uh, at home against Illinois. Probably the biggest margin, I believe, uh, uh, in a couple of years since these two teams have played. Uh, very good uh, performance from Ivy, per usual. Number five, Kentucky. Good win. A close one, though, over South Carolina for the most part. Oscar Shibway, dominant beast, as usual. Number 12, UCLA. Good win over Stanford. It was very back and forth uh, in that second half, but obviously UCLA got off to a very good start, and that kind of carried them to the win. Number 14, Wisconsin. Good win on the road against number 17, Michigan State. Badgers getting a very good win here, and Jonathan Davis, back to usual, a very good performance from him. Number 15, Villanova, close one, but a good one over St. John's on the road. You almost called the upset. Uh, Aaron Wheeler, man, fantastic game for St. John's, but obviously uh, Eric Dixon and Colin Gillespie uh, also just got the job done. Number 24, UConn, uh, taking on number 18, Marquette. UConn wins this game at home. Big win for UConn, and uh, obviously UConn now 7-4 in Big East play. Marquette drops to 8-5 in Big East play. And two surprising games here on this Tuesday slate. Number 21, USC. They played Pacific. We talked about this game. We said this one is, why is it scheduled? It's a non-conference game. USC is going to win by 30. Uh, well, they were down by 12 at halftime to Pacific, who was 0-10 on the road, 7-16 overall. And Pacific almost won this game. But USC storms back and wins this game by 6. Is that scary for USC? I don't know. But that's definitely shocking and uh, obviously not expected for anybody at all. And finally, uh, number 22, St. Mary's, first time ranked this year. They lose to Santa Clara. Uh, Santa Clara, very big win at home for them, and that's really huge for West Coast Conference play. We move to Wednesday now. More upsets continue. First two games, upsets. Number six, Houston, American play. If they get the win, they essentially win the American Conference uh, regular season title. But no, SMU storms back from down 11 and a half time, wins this game at home, 85-83 fantastic game from Kendrick Davis, and I know you're a big SMU guy, so you are very happy about this result. Uh, number nine, Texas Tech falls on the road to Oklahoma. Oklahoma had a very good game. Emoji Gibson, fantastic game. Oklahoma, this is a very big win for them in March Madness considerations. Very good stuff for the Big 12. Number 10, Baylor. 
a 15-point win on the road against Kansas State, kind of expected for the most part. Numbers 16, Ohio State. Where do they travel? Piscataway, New Jersey. Who do they play? Rutgers. What does Rutgers do at home? Win. Rutgers, big upset at home against Ohio State. Rutgers, man, they have beat now Purdue, Michigan State, and Ohio State, and also Michigan. He's obviously not the greatest this year, but uh, that's very good for home wins. Obviously, the, the road wins come. Rutgers could be a very scary team down the end of the line in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Number 19, Tennessee, close one, but a very good one over Mississippi State. Uh, Tennessee, very good performance from Kennedy Chandler per usual. Number 25, Xavier, falls once again, this time to Seton Hall. Very close one for the most part, but Seton Hall, obviously, uh, led by Jaden Roden. Very good stuff for them. Now we move to yesterday's games. Uh, a lot, Also, a lot of good games here. Number two, Gonzaga, they played Pacific, and uh, they had no problem. They won this game by 38. So uh, we were right on the money, I believe, with our prediction. We said 35, I believe, so shout out to us. Number three, Purdue, they take they uh, travel to Michigan, Ann Arbor, and uh, Michigan explodes. Michigan wins this game by 24 points, and that was a very big upset and a very big surprise for most people. Like I said, my dad and my sister were at this game, so very jealous, but uh, hey, they watched a very good game college basketball number four Arizona uh they had a very close uh middle of the line against Washington State in the second half Washington State went on an 18 to 2 run uh beginning of the second half but Arizona found a way to win they won this game by 12 number seven Duke uh, they traveled to Clemson obviously and they won this game a pretty pretty surmountably 18 points um but yeah the big story in that one was obviously with David Collins we'll talk about that more down the line uh number 22 St. Mary's they bounced back at home against San Diego won this game by 29 points it was a very big game, obviously, for Logan Johnson. Finally, Murray State, first time they're ranked. They uh, had a close scare against Tennessee State in the first half. They do erupt in the second half and win this game by 11, led by K.J. Williams, who we'll talk about later as well. What are your thoughts? Obviously, a lot of great games. What are your thoughts? Yeah, let's start with uh, Tuesday, the number one Auburn versus Arkansas. Obviously, Arkansas pulled off the win. The must bus is heating up. I remember way back, I believe in November, I was like, I don't think Arkansas has a chance of making a tournament if they'd be playing like this, and they definitely turned it around. Uh, as for Auburn, though, it was just horrible execution and uh, in the last couple of minutes of regulation and in overtime. If you didn't see the last play, it was just Wendell Green Jr. just dribbling on the logo, and he just decided with, like, two seconds left, just decides to pull up, just didn't even move. No one moved. He just dribbled and then just decided to just pull it, pull one from 40 feet. And I was like, what is he doing? What 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 are they drawing up? And I was just very confused by that, but uh, it is what it is now. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have for for Wednesday – or for Tuesday, sorry. Wednesday, I told you guys the play of the day is going to get hot. And uh, it got hot. SMU money line, Rutgers money line, and Seton Hall money line. All three of those hit, obviously. But the, uh, SMU, man, they, they're, they're a fun team to watch. Obviously, they were down 15. And Kendrick Davis, man, he is very good along with the uh, the Weathers brothers. They're amazing, too. Rutgers at home, unstoppable. And I see it all. I think they're legit. They might be a very – they're going to be a dangerous floater in March. I know they are because I still think they're a top 25 team. They just haven't been healthy. And uh, what, yesterday's games now? Yeah, Purdue, that was, that was a shock losing by 24 to Michigan. I know you're very jealous that your family attended that. And you weren't even able to attend the Duke Clemson game. And yeah, David Collins, man, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He suffered a one game suspension. I'm surprised it's just one game coming from a Clemson fan. But hey, I mean, there's a lot of bias going on in social media. So it's best to not stay involved. But uh, obviously, it was a very scary sight for Wendell Moore Jr. 
who I thought he broke his tailbone for sure. It was a very ugly landing, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. Thankfully, he is okay. But yeah, so uh, now time for top performers. They are all coming from yesterday's games, believe it or not. And uh, we'll get things started with. Um, let me give me a sec. I gotta go to yesterday's games. We'll get started with. Um, let's go with obviously the first guy that I mentioned, KJ Johnson from Murray State or KJ Williams. I'm sorry, Murray State. He had 39 points, six rebounds in the comeback win, obviously against um, Tennessee State. Very good performance from him, obviously. And, uh, yeah, he was an explosive factor. And he's one of the top performers, obviously, in the OVC itself. So, obviously, very good stuff for him. Next game up, we'll go to that Iowa-Maryland game. That was a very interesting game. Iowa scored 110 points against Maryland, and it was a very surprising game. And uh, Jordan Bohannon had 30 points, and he had 10 uh, three-pointers made, which is tying the school record. Or No, that is the school record. I'm sorry. And also Keegan Murray also had 30 points. So that's uh, more than a half of uh, Iowa's points from those two guys right there. Very explosive performance, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball for that Iowa team. We'll go with Bryant as well. Uh, your boy, man, he's been heating up. Charles Pride, 34-9. And Peter Kiss also had 37 points. The Bryant duo back together once again. They had a very good win over Sacred Heart yesterday as well. Final guy we will mention. Um, I have to find him. I do not know where he just went. Um, Where'd he go? I had him. Hold on, hold on. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know where he went. Um, oh, I, I know where he is. It's um, Aaron Estrada from Hofstra. I got to find where his stat. There he is. Aaron Estrada from Hofstra. Uh, he had 32 points, six rebounds, six assists. They had a very good win over Drex on the road. A good win for Hofstra, and they are climbing up the ranks, obviously, in the CAA. What are your thoughts, obviously, on these five and uh, obviously two duos in the top performers? Yeah, the Murray State guy, what's his name? KJ Williams. KJ Williams. I, I, I'm thinking of KD Johnson of all. Yeah, so that's, what, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. About. That's what I said, Johnson. But yeah, he was, he was hooping out. Obviously, Murray State was on upset alert the first half. But yeah, Williams played amazing that game. And yeah, Murray State still going to be ranked next week, I believe. Uh, the Bryant Bulldogs, obviously, the school I am attending and currently in the doormat. Man, it's fun to watch Peter Kiss and Charles Pride play. And uh, if you guys haven't looked at the scoring leaders in all of college basketball, Peter Kiss is number one in points per game. He is like that. And uh, Bryant, man, I hope they beat Wagner soon, soon. And uh, the last guy, Aaron Estrada, man, he's he's tough. He he had a dagger his last game, and he he just played a terrific game. That Hofstra team, very good. The Colonials wide open. Yeah, Colonials wide open indeed. And uh, just, just very excited for that conference. And a lot of conferences especially because there's a lot of really close conferences uh, down in the stretch of things. And obviously, as you know, um, conference tournaments are starting relatively soon. We're going to get started on those uh, obviously in the next week or so, week and a half probably. Um, we got to get those brackets up. And uh, obviously, hopefully our editing skills have improved from last year, if you do recall. If you haven't seen those from last year, definitely go check them out. They're pretty funny. And uh, it's, it's pretty fun doing the animations, believe it or not. And obviously, you see that probably for the March Madness brackets as well. So now let's just get things started. Obviously, uh, due to the lack of Wednesday's episode, uh, we are going to do a conference standings today. And then we will do bracketology and maybe even the bubble watch as well the following Wednesday episode. Because Monday, obviously, as you know, is the big day with the AP poll and all that good stuff. So let's just get things started with the conference standing breakdown. I'm doing the first 16 conferences. So the MEAC is my last one. And you get things started with the MAC or the MAAC. I don't remember which one comes first. But let's just get things started. We'll start with the A-Sun, the glorious A-Sun. 
It's looking like a three-headed race at the moment. A lot of teams have separated themselves, especially Liberty, as you know, currently in first place, followed by Jackson State. Bellarmine one game behind both of these two guys. But, yeah, uh, very surprising. Bellarmine's up here. But, obviously, as you know, Liberty and the newly Jackson State team from the to the A-Sun uh, also doing very good stuff. Go to the America East. Um, it is a four-game advantage to Vermont. It looks like that is probably wrapped up. Uh, so not much, too much to say about that. Uh, going to the American now, Houston. Obviously, as you know, they are up uh, one game on SMU right now. The next team up, the Memphis Tigers have made a little bit of a comeback, currently two and a half games behind Houston. And following that are Temple, Cincinnati, and Tulane. A-10 now, Davidson leads the pack by a game and a half against St. Louis, who is definitely making a huge push as of late followed by VCU, Dayton, and Richmond atop of the top five for the A-10. Going to the ACC now, Duke and Notre Dame lead the pack at 10-3 and three in conference play. Wake Forest to have a game behind, followed by Miami and UNC. Virginia up there as well, and uh, my Clemson team, six games back, looking a little bit uh, like an end-of-the-season end type story. But you never know, conference tournament is coming. You never know what happens, as we saw last year with Georgia Tech. Going to the Big 12 now, Kansas is up a half a game on Baylor at the moment, followed by Texas and Texas Tech, who are one and a half games behind. Uh, Iowa State is, is last place in the Big 12, which is the very big surprise for that conference especially. Going to the Big East now, Providence up a, a half a game over Villanova. And uh, those two teams definitely separated themselves from the rest of the pack. UConn, Marquette are three games behind Providence. Uh, Creighton is four games behind. Seton Hall, Xavier, and uh, Butler have definitely fallen, definitely especially in conference play. Big Sky now. Montana State has emerged as the top team in the uh, Big Sky. Weaver State had a tough loss to Eastern Washington yesterday, so they are half a game behind, followed by Southern Utah and Northern Colorado and Montana as well. Five had a race still, I think, to the end of this for the Big Sky. Big South now. Longwood is still 10-0 in conference play, which is the big surprise for this conference. Winthrop also atop of the conference as well, followed by Gardner-Webb, who's also it's, – it's really those three teams separating themselves from the pack. Big Ten – Illinois and Wisconsin lead, lead the top. Purdue a, a game and a half uh, – excuse me, half a game behind. Michigan State, Ohio State, and Rutgers follow them. Going to the Big West now, Long Beach State, 9-1 and one in conference play. Where did this come from? I don't know. But they are a half a game ahead of Cal State Fullerton. Hawaii definitely taking a huge fall, losing three in a row. And uh, some of these uh, – UC Santa Barbara is five games back. UC Davis, four games back. UC Irvine is still in the mix, but uh, very surprising stuff for the Big West. Going to the Colonial now, excuse me, as we talked about, uh, UNC Wilmington currently leading the pack by one game over Townsend. Offshore two games back, Delaware two and a half games behind them. Conference USA now, uh, this is a big surprise. You showed me this earlier. Who's in first place? Well, there's, there's three teams right now. One team, North Texas, probably expected. Uh, Florida Atlantic, which is a pretty big surprise, but the biggest surprise of them all, Middle Tennessee State is back, baby. They are currently tied for first, obviously, in the Conference USA. UAB one game back, Louisiana Tech a half a game behind, as well as Charlotte. Going to the Horizon League now, Cleveland State is currently up a half a game on Wright State. Oakland two games behind them, followed by Northern Kentucky, who is two and a half. Uh, going to the Ivy League, it's a two-headed race, a three-headed race, I should say, between Yale, who is currently leading in first place, followed by Penn, uh, who is a half a game behind, and Princeton one game behind Yale. And finally, for me, the M-E, excuse me, the M-A-A-C, uh, it is led by Iona. Two games ahead of St. Peter's, followed by them is Siena, which is a very big surprise, who is three and a half games back. Some surprising teams, Fairfield and Manhattan, both uh, down towards the bottom of the pack, who we both expected to be. Those are actually both our dark horses, believe it or not, so not too hot with those. But, yeah, I'll turn things over to you with your 16. 
Yeah, uh, still kicking things off with the MAC, the Mid American Conference, or the or the MAC, MAC. Uh, Toledo and Ohio both eleven and two in conference play. Obviously, Toledo has the season sweep over Ohio. In that case, Toledo would be the one seed. Not too far behind is Akron and Kent State. The MEAC, Norfolk State leads that by one and a half games. Uh, the four teams ahead of uh, behind them: North Carolina Central, Copen State, South Carolina State, and Howard. The Missouri Valley Conference, Northern Iowa is currently the front runner. Iowa, Chicago, half a game behind. Missouri State, a game behind. Drake, Bradley, not too far behind those teams. The Mountain West, one of the more competitive conferences in the nation. Wyoming and Boise State, both 9-1, leading the pack. Colorado State, your favorite program in that uh, conference, one and a half games behind. And Fresno, I mean, San Diego State, two and a half games behind. There. NEC, Wagner. 13-0 in conference play. Uh, my school, Brian Bulldogs, 11-1, one and a half games behind uh, them. It's a two-headed race. Uh, not much other teams in that race. The Ohio Valley, Murray State is 13-0. And the other two teams that have somewhat of a chance, Belmont and Moorhead State, both 11-2 at two games behind. Pac-12, Arizona leads it by two games. They're 11-1 in conference play. Oregon, UCLA. USC and Washington all within three games behind them. The Patriot League, Colgate, who had an awful start to the season. They are surprisingly 9-2 and two in Patriot League play. Navy's a game behind them, and BU's two games behind them. The SEC, despite the loss uh, the other day, number one, the number one team in the nation, Auburn, they still lead it by one game as Kentucky's one game behind them. Arkansas and Tennessee, two games behind them. Southern, the SOCON, as we like to call it, Chattanooga leads by two games. Should be wrapped up when it's all said and done. But Furman, uh, not too far behind them, obviously. You know, I'm already getting cocky with Chattanooga. The Southland Conference, New Orleans is 7-1 uh, and one in that conference. Nichols and Southeast Louisiana within two games behind them. The Sw SWAC Conference, the, uh, yeah, SWAC Conference. The East is led by Florida A&M. I believe they've clinched it already. They're... Alabama State's the second-place team. They're three games behind them. And on the West, it is very competitive as Southern leads it. And there are three teams behind them at one game behind. Sexist Southern, Grambling State, and Alcorn State. The Summit League, uh, none other than the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. They're undefeated at 13-0. And the only team that has a shot of dethroning them, Oral Roberts, who was 10-3 at three games behind. But it should be all said and done. By soon, real soon. I'm, I'm excited when they clinch it. <laughs> the Sun Belt Conference, Appalachian State is 10-3. and three. Well, Teams within three games behind Troy, Texas State, Arkansas State, and South Alabama. The West Coast Conference is led by none other than the Gonzaga Bulldogs. When don't they lead this conference? Let's be real here. They're 9-0. St. Mary's, 8-2 in that conference, one and a half games behind. Big matchup for those two teams uh, this weekend. We'll get to that later. And the WAC, the Western Athletic Conference, New Mexico State leads it. And Seattle, Sam Houston, Grand Canyon, all within two games behind that. Do you have any surprises in these 32 conferences? Yeah, man, not really, to be honest. The big surprise, I think, is really coming from um, – I got to go find it. I think the big surprise is honestly – so far, it's, I think it's still from the Mountain West. I mean, it's really crazy. Wyoming is still leading – in first place in the Mountain West. That's going to be a very competitive race. I'm very excited for that one especially. But, yeah, I mean, the Conference USA, 
with Middle Tennessee State and also Florida Atlantic, both leading their East region. I'm very surprised about, obviously, we knew North Texas would be up here. We knew UAB would be up here in Louisiana Tech as well. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very surprised that Middle Tennessee and also Florida Atlantic are up here. And, obviously, as you know, the Colonial is all over the place. We expected a lot of different things. We both had UNC Wilmington and Townsend uh, in the bottom three of the Colonial in the preseason rankings. So uh, that just shows how crazy it's looking like. And uh, even Long Beach State in the Big West is uh, very surprising as well. I don't remember where we had them in the ranks, but uh, I know we definitely had the big heavy hitters like UC Irvine, Santa Barbara, and UC Davis. But, yeah, all in all, very good stuff. And as you know, most of these races are still going on. There's a couple races probably already set in stone by now. But uh, overall, there's still a lot of uh, shift and movement left in conferences standings. So I'm very excited to see how it ends up panning out. Because seeds are very important, as we know, in conference tournaments. Because uh, the seed definitely helps your strength of schedule, and you can play at home, which is obviously the big goal. And obviously, the excuse me, the biggest goal is getting that auto bid and making it to the big tournament, March Madness. Yeah, uh, outside of all the things you mentioned, I believe there are no surprises, uh, not that I see. So yeah, you've covered it all. I think we should get to the slate, should we? Let's get to the slate, indeed. And uh, big slate this weekend, per usual. Obviously, the weekend's the best time to watch some games. So let's just get things started with a very good Big East ranked matchup. At 7 o'clock, number 24, UConn travels to Xavier to take on, obviously, the Musketeers. Both these teams really need a win. Uh, Xavier, as you know, is 6-6 six and six in Big East play. UConn, 7-4. So a win would definitely help the standings for both of these two teams. Xavier, as you know, is on a skid. Do you think they can bounce back since they're the home team now? I do not. I think, I think UConn will win this one. Yeah, I think UConn's definitely got it going as of late. I got to go UConn as well. Finally fully healthy, which is a huge direction and the positive. Mm -hmm. And we'll go to the MAAC as Monmouth and Manhattan are facing each other in Manhattan. Both teams, very high expectations to begin the season, both in the middle of the pack. Now, who do you have in that one? Yeah, I think Monmouth win this game. Uh, Manhattan has not looked very good this year. Uh, I believe this was your dark horse or maybe – yeah, it was your dark horse, I believe. And, uh, yeah, definitely not living up to the hype uh, in the bottom three right now. I'm going to go with Monmouth winning this game. Yeah, I'm going to go Monmouth as well. But both teams clearly have the talent to uh, steal a bid. Indeed. Next game up, we'll go to that MAC conference game. Uh, it's a very big one. And uh, my Kent State team is still up here. They're in fourth place, I believe, in the MAC, uh, taking on the third-placed Akron team in the MAC. Both these teams just fighting for a seed at the moment because, obviously, it's a two-headed race between Ohio and Toledo. So who do you have winning this game? Yeah, I like the home team in Akron in this one. Uh, I love Kent State. I know Danny Pippen's not there. It's, it just I don't know what he's doing nowadays. I got to definitely check on him, but I'm going to go Kent State just for that. Mm, and we'll go to the Mountain West now. It's Nevada. Still dangerous in my opinion. They'll take on Utah State in Utah State. Who do you have in this one? I beg to differ about dangerous. Uh, I got to go Utah State winning this game. I got to go Utah State as well. Big game for the A-10. St. Bonnie's travels to St. Louis. The Bonnies really need a win. Obviously, the preseason favorites to win this A-10. Not looking like it so far. They are very low down in the totem pole. St. Louis, though, uh, need to keep racking up the wins to have a chance against Davidson. Who do you want in this big-time A-10 game? Man, I love both these, both these two programs. I love uh, they're both dear to my heart. I got to go with the home team in St. Louis here. Yeah, I do as well. I think St. Louis has definitely looked a uh, more complete team. And imagine they had uh, Jordan Perkins, too. Uh, they would be so good. So uh, I got to go St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And next up, uh, back to the Mountain West we go as Fresno State and Orlando Robinson travel to Fort Collins, Colorado, take on David Roddy and the Colorado State Rams. Who do you have in that one? Man, I love both these teams. My two favorite Mountain West teams. I got to go with the home team and the team I like a little bit more. That is obviously the Colorado State Rams. Yeah, Colorado State here. 
And we'll now move to Saturday, big Saturday, as you all already know. We'll start off with a banger. We'll go to the SEC. Texas A&M, obviously very close on a lot of these SEC games, but the wins are not really coming for this team at the moment. They are traveling to Auburn to take on the Tigers. Uh, obviously, Auburn probably not going to be number one uh, come Monday, but do you think they can pull it out a win and not drop to two games lost in a row? Yeah, I do, especially at home. I do as well. I think they definitely bounce back. I think Auburn's still going to be in the top five for sure. But uh, number one, I don't think they will see next to their name. Mm -hmm. And uh, a terrific matchup in the Big 12 as number 20 Texas travels to Waco to take on number 10 Baylor. Is Texas back? Mm, big, big game for both sides. I'm going to say I'm doing reverse psychology. I got, I got Baylor, but uh, you know what? My heart's going. Yeah, I got Baylor as well. Next game up, we'll go to the Big East as Creighton needs a win in Big East play. They travel to Georgetown, still defeated in Big East play. Trap game for Creighton, I think, right here. Who do you win in this game? Yeah, I got Creighton. I got Creighton, but I think it'll be very close. That's all I got to say. Uh, and we'll go to an SEC matchup as two teams looking outside. Uh, the AP poll, Arkansas, travels to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Who will have a number next to their name come Monday? Mars must bust in Arkansas, Will. I think they have been so hot, and I think if they pull off a good win in Tuscaloosa, definitely going to see a number next to their name for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I like the must bust here. We're back on the must bust, if you were, if you were wondering. <laughs> Indeed we are. We were, not, we were off for a little bit, but uh, they definitely pulled things together, so we're back on. Bandwagon-ish, whatever. I like must bust. If you saw the video of him after the game, uh, I believe he was shirtless in his sling. So uh, <laughs> yeah. just go check it out. He, he's a funny guy. I love him. So uh, we'll go to the Big 12 once again. Oklahoma coming off the massive win over Texas Tech. They traveled to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the Jayhawks. Uh, does Oklahoma have a chance at two ranked wins in the top 10 back-to-back? -back? Yeah, Allen Fieldhouse, no chance. I don't think so either. I got Kansas winning this game by 20 points. Mm -hmm. And next up, Cian Hall travels to Philly to take on number 15 Villanova. Do you think Cian Hall will get two ranked matchups in a row? It could be a very good game and a very close one. If Seton Hall's fully healthy, I say maybe. But uh, Villanova also needs to be healthy as well. I'm going to say Villanova wins this game. I think it could be very close for Seton Hall. I'm going to Seton Hall here. I believe – I don't know if they played each other already, but I'm going to Seton Hall here. I believe they have. Um, I believe Villanova won by, like, 30. If I, let, me, let me double check. Um, yeah, they – they beat Seton Hall. Oh, it wasn't by 30. It was They beat them by six. So, it was a close game last time. We'll see what happens this time around. I do got to go Villanova, though. Um, but, yeah, we'll keep going forward. We will go to the we'll go to the Patriot League. Army-Navy matchup. Remember the last time these two teams played? Navy was up by 30 points and uh, 27, to be exact. What did Army do? They came back and uh, won this game. Largest uh, margin of comeback in the Patriot League history. Uh, Obviously, it's in West Point now, so Army's the home team. Do you think Navy could do the same thing, maybe? Or do you think Army gets a season sweep? No, I think they'll split the season series. I got Navy. Yeah, I got Navy. Uh, chip on their shoulder for sure. I think Navy bounces back and uh, gets a good win, obviously, for the league. Mm -hmm. And we will now go to the Big Ten for the first time today as Rutgers travels to number 14, Wisconsin. Uh, we know how Rutgers plays outside of uh, home. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, Rutgers has been red hot, but uh, they are not home anymore. So that brings me to my emergency play of the day. I'm taking Wisconsin spread. I think Wisconsin blows uh, Rutgers out of the water. I do too. Thank you. I appreciate that. We will keep going now, and we will go to the 
a key American game for seeding, at least. Uh, Temple takes on Tulane. Both these teams fighting, uh, obviously, within the middle of the pack for the American. Uh, both expected uh, – both have definitely overachieved their expectations. So, uh, obviously, a good win for both sides. Who do you win this game? Yeah, both teams, very big surprises in America this year, both in the top half. Got to go Tulane. Yeah, I got to go Tulane as well since the home team. Jalen Forbes has looked fantastic for the Green Wave. Mm-hmm. And next up, we will be going to the NEC as uh, Bryant and Long Island universally face each other. Obviously, the last time these two teams played each other, I attended it. And uh, those three ejections and 11 technical fouls. So uh, this one, the return game for Bryant is going to be uh, – I'm, I'm going to watch this all right. But uh, who do you have in this one? Yeah, this could get chippy. Uh, refs definitely got to take care of this from start to finish. Call me crazy. I'm going to go upset. I got Long Island winning this game. Ty Flowers coming off a 32-point performance. I got uh, upset written on this one. I got Long Island winning this game. I disagree. I got to go with oh, Brian. you disagree. Of course you disagree. You're not going to pick against your team. But, uh, yeah, that's a very close game and a very big one for Brian, especially if they don't have a chance at fighting with Wagner for the one spot in the NEC. We'll go to back to the ACC. or I think this is the first time we've gone to the ACC. Florida State travels to UNC. Both these teams fighting for a bid. It seems like UNC should be in the field at the moment. Florida State, uh, I really do not know what they're looking like. They have been all over the place at the moment. Big game, obviously, in Chapel Hill. Who do you got? Yeah, UNC has zero quad one wins. I think they will stay that way, and Florida State will win. Well, does this Clemson count as a quad one win? It does not, because it was a, it was a, I think it was a home game. No, they're at, they're at Clemson. No, it still doesn't. I don't think so. No, nah, whatever. Uh, I I got I got to go UNC. I didn't get the first one at home. All right, and next up we'll go to the Big Twelve. Uh, West Virginia travels to Stillwater and takes on Oklahoma State. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, big game for both sides. Uh, I think both these teams are, are right around the bubble at the moment. Obviously, all, Oklahoma State can't make it, unfortunately. But uh, West Virginia, right around the bubble. I'm going to have to go Oklahoma State, though, at home winning this game. Yeah, got to go Oklahoma State. Uh, obviously, it depends on motivation level for them. And the game you've been waiting for, 2 o'clock SoCon play. Who's Chattanooga playing? Oh, they're playing Furman. Oh, you uh, just dissed a couple minutes ago. Uh, do you think Furman can win this game and uh, – Upset the mocks, or do you think the mocks? If I think that the mocks win this game, I think the SoCon's wrapped up, personally speaking, for me from a bystander standpoint. But uh, what are your thoughts on this game, and who do you got winning? Come on now, you know who I have winning Chattanooga. Who? who? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm gonna go firm and win this game at home. I think Chattanooga has definitely struggled on the road, as seen by the who they play in that game. Um, VMI, did they play VMI? No. Sure. Who? Mercer. Mercer. Nah, you're right. Mercer. I think it'll be a similar situation to that. Uh, and Furman's a much better team than Mercer. I got to go Furman pulling off a good win. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to the Conference USA as North Texas red hot. They will take on Rice in the middle of the pack of the conference. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, North Texas, obviously a game ahead of UAB for that west side of the Conference USA. I think they extend it, and I think they got a good win against Rice. I do, too. I think North Texas has a chance for an at-large bid if they do Indeed. not. Indeed, they do. I 100% agree with you. Next game up, 3, thir- uh, three o'clock, excuse me, to the ACC. Miami takes on Wake Forest. Big game for both sides. Both these teams at the moment are currently in the field. Uh, but, yeah, very good game for both sides. Who do you have winning this one? Got to go Wake Forest here at home. I do as well. Wake Forest has looked fantastic. And, obviously, Jake Lavriera 
and also Adonis Williams, the key player for this team, both looking really good right now. Mm-hmm. And Houston, number six Houston, looks to avoid a second consecutive loss as they host Memphis, who has found their stride all of a sudden. Uh, but that could end against Houston. What do you think? Yeah, it could be a very interesting game. Memphis definitely found a little bit of a rhythm, but uh, I, th- I think Houston definitely bounces back since they are back at home. I got to go Houston winning this one. Could be pretty close than expected, but I got Houston. Yeah, I got Houston as well. Next game up, 3.30 to the Big Ten. Indiana travels to Michigan State, number 17. Indiana last time out, uh, they had five players suspended because uh, of uh, violations, team violations. So, uh, yeah, they lost to Northwestern last time out. Michigan State obviously lost to Wisconsin. Obviously, this game is in the Breslin Center. Who do you win this game? Michigan State. Yeah, March is coming, and you know what that means. Uh, Izzo month. I got to go Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kentucky looks to stay hot and remain at the top or remain in striking distance of Auburn as they host Florida. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got Kentucky. Florida uh, has looked much better with Castleton back, but I think Kentucky much better team, and they are looking legit. I got to go Kentucky winning this game. Yeah, got to go Kentucky as well. Big 12 we go. TCU travels to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Good game for both sides. Uh, TCU needs us win a little bit more than Texas Tech, but uh, obviously do you think Texas Tech can drop two in a row? I think they do, and I think uh, I, I got, I'm going to go with a hunch here. I'm going with TCU winning this one. Yeah, bold pick. Uh, Texas Tech is home, so I think it will be very interesting. I think TCU will cover uh, and keep it a very close game, but I got Texas Tech winning this one when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. And number 23, Murray State likes to uh, stay ranked as they travel to Moorhead to take out Moorhead State. Moorhead State obviously coming off a very close loss to Belmont, very low scoring, uh, but they end up losing by one to Belmont. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, Moorhead State had that game uh, from the grass the whole 40 minutes. They just uh, let it go a little bit at the end. They were up uh, by seven and a half time, and uh, they lost by one point. It was 48-47, I believe. It was a very low scoring game for both sides. Um, if that's a, if that's a score and the offensive production Moorhead State has, Murray State wins this game by 20. But uh, if the defense is there, I think it'll be a very close game. Regardless, though, I think Murray State, if they get this win, I think they wrap up the OVC and get that number one spot for the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the upset here, but I don't really think it's an upset. I think Moorhead State is legit, and they show it tomorrow. Definitely agree with you. Definitely agree with you. Um, next game up, we will go. Um, uh, let's go to the A-10 at 4 o'clock. VCU travels to George Mason. Both these teams within the top five of the A-10. Obviously, this is for seeding purposes. Who do you want in this game? I got VCU. I, I got George Mason in the upset. I think this team's still very good. Uh, I know they've definitely dealt with a lot of injuries, but I think this George Mason team, very surprising, obviously, year one of Kim English. Mm-hmm. And next up, number 18, Marquette looks to uh, stay, stay steady there in the Big East race as they take on Butler. Obviously not the best season for Butler. But do you think they pull off an upset? I don't. I think Marquette's look very good, and I think they definitely continue to get hot. I got Marquette. Yeah, I got Marquette as well. Five o'clock, number seven Duke travels to uh, Condi Forum to take on BC. Um, score predictions, because I think we know who's winning this game. Yeah, Duke by 10. Yeah, I think BC, if you do recall, BC did upset Duke uh, a couple years ago, but obviously that was with Jerome Robinson and um, Kai Bolton. Thank you. I almost forgot his name. Kai Bowman. Uh, yeah, I, I got Duke, though. I'm going to go by 25. Mm-hmm. And we will now go to the huh. – this is a long slate. This is a, this is a very yeah, big this, slate. Yeah, so. this is a very long – there's a lot of fantastic games Saturday, as you already know. So, uh, 
get get your TVs out. It's gonna be a good Saturday. Yeah, uh, we'll go to six o'clock now as number four Arizona uh, goes to Washington. Who do you have on that one? Yeah, give me Arizona. Washington's looked very good, but Arizona has looked much better. I got Arizona. Yeah, I do as well. Number 16, Ohio State travels to Michigan. Michigan's looking pretty good at the moment. Do you think Ohio State can erupt Michigan's uh, madness at the moment? I do. I think Ohio State wins this one. Give me the upset. Michigan, two ranked wins in a row. Uh, they're back on track, I think. Mm-hmm. And next up, a rivalry matchup as Vandy travels to Knoxville to take on number 19, Tennessee. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, man. Should be a very good game. I do have Tennessee, though. Vanderbilt's looked all right. Uh, Tennessee's looked a lot better. I got those Vols. Mm-hmm. Same here. West Coast Conference. San Francisco lost to Portland a couple days ago. Tr- tremendous loss. Horrendous loss. Excuse me. Um, very sad. I'm a San Fran guy. I love them a lot. They are traveling to Santa Clara to take on Santa Clara. Good game for both sides. Who do you have? I'm going with the home team in Santa Clara here. They have a lot of momentum coming into this game. And if they can pull off this one and somehow beat Gonzaga, this might be a five-team West Coast Conference uh, yeah, it never, madness. yeah, there might be a five bit. Yeah, definitely. You never know. I think BYU is out of the field. I think it really just comes. I, I don't know what BYU is looking like, but I think it's Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Santa Clara, San Fran, and maybe San Diego. I don't think BYU makes it. I think it's a four leg, but uh, I had to go San Fran again this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next up, we'll go to Big East again as the Paul Travels to Providence to take on number 11 Providence. Is the light. Do you see? Do you see any chance yeah. for DePaul? <laughs> yeah, if, if they're fully healthy, maybe. Uh, I don't know if Javon Freeman Liberty's playing. If he is, um, give me DePaul winning this game. If not, Providence wins this game by a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a game I'll actually be attending. I I bought tickets for this game. I really wanted to go to Providence. I I always me and my friends go to Providence every Saturday anyway. So I'm like, hey, let's just buy some tickets to the Providence game. Dunkin' Donuts Center is not too far beyond the bus stop. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go watch this game. I think Providence is going to win this one, and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it should be a very fun one. Very excited for that one. 7 o'clock, Notre Dame, first place in the ACC travels to Clemson to take on the Tigers. It's been an interesting week for Clemson, UNC, Duke, and Notre Dame all in a week. Who do you win this game? I got – I don't know who I got. Who do you have? I mean, uh, my heart's telling me Clemson, but my mind's telling me Notre Dame, so I'll leave it to you. I'll go door to Dame. <laughs> it's probably the safer option, if I'm being honest, but you never know. Um, next up, we will go with oh, – I can't find any game. Oh, we'll go with the Sun Belt as Arkansas State travels to South Alabama. Who do you have in that one? Very good game. I do love me some Arkansas State, so I got to go Arkansas State winning that game. Yeah, I'll go Arkansas State as well. All right, we'll go to – 8 o'clock, Mississippi State travels LSU. Both these teams around the bubble. I think LSU is definitely going to be on a huge skid. They're probably still in the field right now, but I don't know. They're taking on Mississippi State. Both these teams need to win. Who do you have winning this game? Got to go Mississippi State here. I got. I think both teams got to play with energy. I think Mississippi State will play with a lot more, though. I do, too. I got to go Mississippi State. and I like this team a lot, and I know they haven't been too great in SEC play, but you never know. Commerce tournament's coming soon. Mm-hmm. And at 10 o'clock, we go to the, one of the bigger games, or two of the biggest games. And at the first one, number 22, St. Mary's travels to Spokane to take on number two, Gonzaga. Who do you have in this one and by how much? Yeah, should be a good one. Uh, St. Mary's, obviously, last time they were on the road, it was against Santa Clara. They lost uh, by, like, 10. 
I got Gonzaga winning this game. And I'm going to go with uh, 15 for Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the upset here. I'm going St. Mary's. These are the only people that could, that would beat Gonzaga multiple times. And uh, I think they, I think they found a way to get it done. Obviously, you know St. Mary's, they, they play at the fourth slowest pace in college basketball. Gonzaga plays at a, one of the highest paces in college basketball. I think Gonzaga will make them play to their pace. And I think St. Mary's will execute a lot better than Gonzaga will at that pace. Yeah, you never know. We'll see. Gonzaga top five in uh, pace. Uh, I was looking at the Kempon the other day. Brian's up there. Brian's in the top 20 in pace. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of expected, but, like, I didn't realize they were that high in the net and the pace rankings. Uh, but, yeah, it's pretty cool to look at. Kempom.com, I think it is. So, definitely check it out. Uh, I got to go, obviously, with Gonzaga. But final game for the Saturday slate. It's been a big one, but uh, it's a very good one for the last game. Number 12, UCLA travels to number 21, USC. And in conference, Cali matchup. Should be a very good one. Who do you have this game? I got to go with um... – UCLA. I don't like USC this year. Yeah, clearly, uh, as we know. But uh, after what I saw against Pacific, uh, I got to go UCLA as well. That's a very interesting six-point win against a very un, un, I don't know, unhealthy, not even a like good team in Pacific. No offense, Pacific, but like they're not that good this year. But uh, I got to go UCLA. Uh huh. Yeah. We'll now be going to Sundays. Let's kick things off with Super Bowl Fifty Six. Uh. Bengals, Rams, who is your pick for the Super Bowl? Uh, I would love to take the Bengals, but uh, I'm going to be honest. I think the Rams win this game. But uh, it'll be very exciting and very fun, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it is very fun. Uh, Play of the day will be the Super Bowl. I'm going with – I don't know what I'm going with. Camera, all the Cam Aker overs for prop builders. So, yeah, play of the day. Whatever Whatever you find with Cam Akers, I say just parlay it because I think Cam Akers is gonna have a big day. All right, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, no, no, no college basketball play of the day. It's going to football, so uh, it is what it is. But uh, let's just get things started with that twelve o'clock game. UConn number twenty four travels to St. John's. Big game for both sides. Who do you have? Yeah, gotta go with UConn here. St. John's has has not looked good. Yeah, I think it'll be close. I do have UConn though winning this one in a close one. Mm-hmm. And uh, next up, Purdue looks to bounce back as they host Maryland. Obviously, Maryland's lost season, as you could tell by allowing 110 points to an Iowa team. Who do you have on this one? Yeah, Purdue scores 105, and I think they win this game pretty surmountably. Yeah, I feel bad for Maryland. I really thought they were going to be a very good team this year. Uh, but, yeah, Purdue. Definitely agree. 2 o'clock, Big Ten, Northwestern, number 13, Illinois. Good game. Uh, obviously, Illinois has been looking red hot as of late. Who do you have? I'm going Northwestern here, pulling off the upset. They're, they found their they found their groove. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they found their groove, but I think Illinois definitely found a bigger groove. I get Illinois winning this game. Kofi has looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, at 4 o'clock, back to your Colorado State Rams. They travel to Boise to take on Boise State. Big matchup here in the Mountain West for seeding purposes and obviously March Madness seeding as well. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, big weekend for the Rams. I think they go 2-0, and uh, they move into second place. Uh, obviously, depending on what Wyoming does, I think Colorado State gets two good wins. Yeah, uh, I disagree. Boise, Idaho is a very tough place to play in, and Boise State is a legit team. Don't sleep. Very, very, I'm not sleeping. I think it's a, it's a very good game, but uh, obviously got to pick the Rams. And finally, 4 o'clock, MVC play. First place, Northern Iowa travels to Little Chicago to take on the Ramblers. 
first and second place teams in the OVC, excuse me, MVC, we win this game. Yeah, this this is this is a uh, the game for first place here. If Loyola wins, they're in position of first place. I'm going with Loyola Chicago. I want to pick Northern Iowa, but uh, I got to go Loyola Chicago. Oh, I, I know you want to pick Northern Iowa a lot. AJ Green's been looking really good as of late. I do have to pick Loyola Chicago as well. I think they're going to win this one since it's the home team, but it's going to be a very good game. So I'm very excited to watch that one, obviously, before the Super Bowl. Yeah, very good games uh, this weekend and very good games leading up to the Super Bowl as well. So, yeah, big weekend ahead for the sports world, I'd say. It is week 14 of the college basketball season. Uh, weekend is a very good one. And uh, can't wait for Monday, obviously. A lot of shifting happening in the AP polls, as we saw with the numerous upsets these past three days. So we'll see what happens on Monday with the AP poll. And we'll see, obviously, who's been balling, because we know a lot of guys have been very high performers, uh, especially your boy Charles Pride. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, we usually don't mention guys twice in top performers, but you never know. Uh, so we'll see what happens, obviously, with Monday. Very exciting. And uh, obviously, conference tournaments are starting within a week and a half, I believe. Obviously, once those brackets come out, we'll update you, and we'll make our picks as we do year in and year out. Yeah. And uh, very excited. Obviously, I can't – I keep saying I'm excited. That's just because I am. I cannot stress it enough. I'm, I'm so excited for, for conference tournaments to start. A bracket – oh, I got to get that on President's Day weekend. But, yeah, you'll see the brackets real soon, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, I need to get mine shipped. So, uh, Mom, if you're watching this, help me get my bracket shipped because I need it. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure that the logistics out with that, obviously, as we get a little bit closer to conference tournament play. But, yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. 31 days, obviously, till March Madness tips off. Very excited for that. Selection Sunday, uh, a little bit less than that. Selection Sunday is, I believe it's 20, let's say, Fridays. So, obviously, 29 days till Selection Sunday begins. So, very excited for that. Obviously, Selection Sunday, uh, very fun time. And uh, I was actually watching One Shining Moment of last season the other day as well. I was I was going down in the uh, files of things. Obviously, I watched – look at the Kemp Palm, watch the, uh, watch the video. Very good stuff. Brought me a lot of good memories back. Hopefully, get those rails up soon. Yeah. And a uh, couple more weeks until I, I blast One Shining Moment in my dorm room. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully, my roommates – my roommate's with it. <laughs> yeah, very good shower song. I'm very excited to blast out in the showers, especially. But, yeah, obviously that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh.